It's time to talk seriously about relationships and your role in creating love in your life. Now, I'm not talking about romance here, although it is part of the discussion. I'm talking about all relationships with family, friends, partners, peers, and everyone in your life. You deserve to have relationships that love, honor, and respect you. You deserve to have loving, kind, compassionate people in your life. And you deserve to have the love you want, in the way you want it, no matter how much you have been unloved in the past. This week, we talk about a subject that affects us all, how we chase love with a big heart and determined love, choosing the most unlovable and unloving people to help us prove that we are worthy of love. There's a much better way, and we're going to explore it in this week's article and podcast. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Have you ever loved someone so much that you were determined to make the relationship work out no matter what it took? Have you ever been in a relationship where you thought everything in your life depended on it? Have you ever felt that you would die if someone wasn't in your life? Well, maybe not physically die, but you just can't imagine living your life without them. Be honest. We have all had that relationship in one way or another. The one that took so much time, energy, and effort, and every bit of dedication and determination we had, and yet it ended, sometimes badly, and we remember it and grieve it forever. Do you still think about the one that didn't work out, the big heartbreak, the one you could not help, change, or convinced that you love them? I call this big heart relationships, and we have all had a big heart towards someone. Our big heart allows us to put endless effort into the relationship, no matter what it costs us emotionally, mentally, physically, or spiritually. Our big heart allows us to never give up, even when we don't seem to be getting any rewards for our efforts. Our big heart allows us to be determined in how and who we love, and we are 100% committed to showing our love and support to everyone we have a big heart for. And let me add here, no matter how they treat us. But our big heart hides our deepest and darkest secrets about love and relationships. That we are not worthy of being loved. That no one has or ever will love us. That we will only be hurt by love. That we must give love without getting love in return. 
that we will one day realize our deepest fear is true, that we really are unlovable, unloved, and not worthy of love. Determined love compels us to love someone, to show them how much we love them, so they'll love us in return, no matter what they do to us or how they treat us. This includes family, children, and those closest to us. Do you have family members who do not love, honor, and respect you, who really treat you badly, who are disrespectful, manipulative, toxic, dishonest, and abusive, and you still give them your time and energy and you do your best to show them how much you love them? Determined love is connected to our big heart energy because it is the fear of being unloved and unlovable that makes us continue to seek love from those who have already shown that they don't love us or who cannot or won't love us in a way that meets our description of love. This is a key point here. We have our own definition of love, of what we believe is loving behavior, and that meets our criteria for feeling loved. Anyone who doesn't meet these criteria is not a loving person, as far as our definition of love is concerned. I call this your love language, a term I coined in 2012 when I introduced my first Raise Your Love Vibes program. Don't get me wrong. There's no directive saying you need to love everyone in your life by giving them endless opportunities to mistreat you. And there are people who tell you that everyone loves you in their own way, and that may be true. But someone who shows their love by being mean and abusive is someone you need to love from a great distance. Or if they're so toxic that being around them is emotionally, mentally, or physically dangerous, you may consider removing them from your life altogether. There's also no directive which states that family members can operate under a different behavior standard than anyone else. Determined love together with a big heart can lead to disastrous consequences in relationships. We consistently choose the wrong person. We consistently put ourselves in situations where we give and never receive. And we try again and again with the same kind of person, no matter how many times we fail before, because we must prove ourselves worthy of love. Why can't we just know that we're already worthy of receiving love and of connecting with people who are able to, who want to, can and will love us, with love that is fulfilling, compassionate, kind, considerate, and true. Big heart relationships happen because we have a deep, unfulfilled, unsatiable need for love to make us feel whole. They start when someone doesn't love us enough. We are hurt, traumatized, or feel unloved. Big heart relationships always start from our own love trauma. And they highlight our need to be loved, to have loved, to feel wanted, desired, cherished, and to matter to someone, but not just from anyone. Our big heart love seeks love by finding the most unloving, unloved, unlovable person that we can and giving them the love that we want for ourselves. It doesn't make sense when you say it out loud. But in big heart relationships, we believe that if we can make the unloved feel loved, get the unloving to love us, and to love the unlovable, then we'll be healed and whole. 
and we'll be blessed with love and we'll fix our own wounded heart forever. How has this worked for you so far? Probably not very well. If you're feeling strong emotion now and resonating with this, that's good because you're seeing yourself in this situation and hopefully seeing that there are some alternative paths you can take to have the love you want in your life without compromising yourself. Don't judge or criticize yourself here. Big hearts are the product of big wounds and big trauma. And along with our determined love, they are our only recourse for saving our self-esteem and proving that no matter what happened to us or what we were led to believe about our lovability, we are still lovable. And if you do resonate with my big heart determined love premise, you're probably thinking about the one you could not get to love you in return, who rejected, abandoned, or betrayed you, who has done this to you over and over again, or that you have silently grieved for many years. I remember a client's big heart story that ended in so much heartbreak that she never married, never had children, and spent a lifetime grieving what she called her missed opportunity to have love that even her most determined love could not change. Let's look at her story. So my client was from a very traditional Eastern European family where the father ruled the roost and made the rules and you obeyed them without question. She was brilliant, had gone to college, had advanced degrees, even had a PhD, was well recognized in her field and had fallen in love with a man who unfortunately was married. They had a relationship for a long time and he was also from a very traditional family where divorce was simply not an issue. And yet, rather than acknowledging this and moving on, my client was determined to get this man in her life and make him, I guess, eventually marry him. She waited for him for years and years, well into her 50s. And then one day he died and she was heartbroken, not only because she had waited for so long and this man who was the love of her life had died, but because he wasn't really part of her life and she had maintained this relationship as a secret from her family and her friends for many years, she couldn't even grieve him. So after more than 20 years of being in love with a man who could not be with her and who she couldn't even publicly acknowledge to her family, she couldn't even grieve or find comfort from anyone or talk about this because she had maintained this secret for so long. And she was so upset that she was determined that she would never find love and she was going to give up on love and she would never get herself involved in that kind of situation again. Well, if you've heard me say before, whenever we choose a partner who is either emotionally or legally unavailable, such as someone who just is super traumatized or who is married to somebody else, or who's even long distance, we're really affirming our own fears about love and being loved. We're choosing someone who's just not available. And that's a deliberate choice. And in this case, my client really didn't want to be in a relationship with someone like her father. She saw relationships as being controlling and limiting, and she enjoyed her freedom. So she chose to fall in love with a man who was simply unavailable to her not a good move if you want to have long-lasting love in your life. 
And I'm not being unkind to her. She coached with me on this issue because she was so distraught it was impacting her life. And I talked to her about choosing to fall in love with a man who was just not available. And not only because he was married, but because of the cultural issues surrounding marriage in his life, that he was never going to be able to get a divorce. It just wouldn't have happened. She eventually made peace with the situation, although she chose to continue to be single and to grieve this man and finally accepted the fact that she was going to grieve him and that was going to be that. It's a sad story and one that I have seen happen far too many times with far too many people. Our big heart and our determined love can lead us to make all kinds of strange and limiting decisions about love that will never give us the love we want or that will never allow us to have real, true, honest, fulfilling love in our lives. If you're wondering whether you're just permanently doomed to have painful love relationships or not being loved or making bad choices, let me tell you that there's hope for the loving, fulfilling, joyful, committed, respectful, blissful love relationship you want. Maybe you don't even want it at this point. You just think about having a relationship that isn't a replay of the past. Well, there's hope for you too. Yes, you can manifest love, and it doesn't have to be painful or disastrous. You just need to switch a few beliefs off and turn on some different beliefs and be willing to take a different approach to love. You also need to create an end point for your suffering and a starting point for your new love path. Will that be today, tomorrow, next week, or a month, or a year from now? It's your choice and your decision. And if you're afraid, it's because you don't trust yourself to create something you've never had before. Well, there's always a first time for everything, even love. That's understandable, but it is something you can change too once you know where to begin. Let's start this move from leading with your big heart determined love that seeks love to fill the empty black hole of your love relationship and trauma to being confident, clear, and setting your course to love. It does involve some inner healing work, but not in the way you think. And it doesn't take months or even years unless you want it to. You may be clinging to your story of lost love, betrayal, and rejection in an attempt to convince yourself that relationships just aren't worth the effort. In that case, just admit it and stop trying to create a relationship that you don't really want or are afraid of. You may not trust yourself to make better choices or be convinced that true love isn't just a fairy tale. Again, if that's you, admit it and don't waste your time or energy trying to create something you really don't want. But if you're willing to try something new, to take a chance on yourself, to get out of your uncomfortable and restrictive comfort zone and just see if there is a possibility for love, then stay with me and I'll show you what you can do to open that door. First, acknowledge that you have a wounded heart. Something happened to you and you feel unlovable, betrayed by those who were supposed to love you or who you rightfully expected to treat you in a more loving way. That's an established fact. Now, how long do you live with the anger, disappointment, and resentment? How long have you already lived with it? How much longer do you want to live with it? 
If your answer is that you want to change the situation right now, that's good. Let's move on. There's a process to manifesting love, any kind of love, and it can be used by anyone who genuinely wants love in their life or who wants to see if it's really available to them. You don't have to be fully committed to having a relationship. You just have to be willing to consider the possibility for yourself. If you're in the IDEA, the Bridge from Intention to Manifestation program, you know that the first step in any manifestation is not intention. It is finding and responding to the energy gap. We initiate the manifestation process from our energy gaps, where we have run out of energy road in a situation and feel unfulfilled, out of touch, and out of place. This is not a bad place to be, but it's rather uncomfortable. Well, this applies to manifesting love and relationships too. In your big heart and determined love state, your energy gap is the problem because your entire life is centered around the energy gap. That's an illusion built and maintained by your trauma around love, relationships, and connections. Your fears, doubts, and anxieties about love are an energetic black hole, which is funneling all of your energy into its resolution. But if you know anything about black holes, they can't be filled because they have no bottom or no foundation. So let's start there. What's the foundation for your big heart? What is your secret fear about love and relationships that you think will never happen or that you're afraid will be repeated? What is it about you because of something that was done to you or that happened to you that you believe makes you absolutely unlovable? unworthy of love. And that means no one will ever truly love you. This becomes the place you make whole, shifting your beliefs about your unlovability to being worthy and deserving of love as you define it and want for yourself. And let's stop looking for the fairy tale, happily ever after love, whatever that means, that will save you from your unlovableness. Get real and be realistic. You are lovable and are worthy of love. It can happen for you, and it will when you take the right steps to turning your belief in being unlovable to being worthy and deserving of love and of being able to create love in your life. Your determined love aspects that make you work so hard to make the unlovable and unloving love you can be used to convince yourself that you can have love in your life in every way. And remember, we're not just talking about romance here. Every single relationship in your life with every person in your life should be kind, respectful, compassionate, and loving. What does it take for you to turn your big heart, giving all it takes to fill that energetic black hole of your love trauma energy, to being in a balanced and whole and joyful relationship with everyone in your life and not putting any time, energy, or effort towards the people who do not love, honor, and respect you. And here's the important question. What's it like to have relationships that give to you, that you can receive from, and that you know are loving, fulfilling, and that are are examples of your lovability? What is it like to be a receiver instead of always being the giver? Every time I ask that question, 
there's a pause in the conversation. I've asked it to audiences and I've asked it to clients individually and it always makes them think. And I hope it's making you think too. And as far as your determined love is concerned, can you be as determined to ensure that you feel loved by those in your life as it is for you to seek that for others? What happens when your love and relationship needs are met? If you're a loving, compassionate, caring, nurturing person, which many of you are, then you are naturally loving and giving, and that's great. You just need to ensure that the people you're showering with your love and affection appreciate and value it. And you're not trying to love the unlovable or unloving just to show yourself that you can or to fulfill some deep-seated need to heal your own trauma through others. You can manifest love in your life by simply shifting your big heart and determined love to meeting your own healed and whole needs and not trying to prove yourself, and more importantly, to those who hurt you, that you can get them to love you. Because you can't, and you live with that secret fear every day. But it's not a sign that you are not lovable or worthy of love. It's a reminder that you cannot control what others think, do, or say, and that those who choose to be unlovable or unloving are acting in their own self-interest and are doing what is right and best for them. And at some point, you have to acknowledge their choices and move on to find and connect with the people who can love, honor, and respect you, who see you as loving and worthy of love and who are ready to give you the love you want and deserve. And if you want to manifest better relationships or love in your life, join my Manifesting Love and Relationships Masterclass, which is part of the IDEA, the Bridge from Intention to Manifestation program. It's offered as a bonus in the program, but I'm offering you the opportunity to purchase it separately because this is such an important part of our journey of healing the past and moving forward to creating our divine connections and energetically congruent relationships in the future. Go to enlighteninglife.com forward slash idea for more information and to learn how to register. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.